0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Packers. Your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And you are Locked On Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackReport.com, Part of the Scout.com Network. Which brings you some of the best NFL and college football coverage that you will find anywhere. And today... We begin our look at Sunday's playoff game between the Packers and Giants at Lambeau Field. But before we get rolling, I would love it if you would check out the rest of the great Locked On Podcast Network, which is the fastest growing podcast network in the world. We have Locked On NFL, Locked On Giants to get you ready for Sunday, and Locked On NFL Draft to get you ready for the draft. And if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and Android app. And of course... Please check out my work over at PackerReport.com and help me pay my mortgage. <laughs> Pack Report members not only get my world's best preview, but they get 10% discounts on, on gear through Fanatics, and new or renewing annual members get Sports Illustrated. And if you're a fantasy football fan, how would you like to go to home Maui? I have the details on that over at PackReport.com. It is a great contest where you can win money and, and all sorts of stuff, but... Hawaii sounds good, right? I mean, if, you, if you're from around here, if you've gone outside yet today, it's like 10 degrees or whatever it is, but it, the wind is just howling. It is, uh, it is not nice. Maui sounds much better by comparison. All right, let's get rolling. Second down will be Eli Manning against Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Third down, the tail of the tape between these teams. And fourth down, Brett Favre, but who's going to win the NFC? But first, it's first down, and it is your Pop Culture Update, and I am Mr. Pop Culture. Anybody who knows me knows I am Mr. Pop Culture. So after beating the Redskins on Sunday to clinch a playoff berth, Giants receivers Odell Beckham Jr., Victor Cruz, Sterling Shepard, and Roger Lewis party with pop star Justin Bieber and rappers Fabulous and Trey Songs at a nightclub in Miami until at least 6 a.m. on Monday, according to the Snapchat account of Songs. Photos of the players and songs on a boat were posted on several social media accounts later on Monday. By the way, I am not Mr. Pop Culture. Until I read that to you, I had never heard of uh, Fabulous or Trey songs, and while I have heard of Justin Bieber, I couldn't tell you a single song that he sings. And here's all pop culture I am. This is actually kind of a point of pride now. My wife and I have been married for almost 10 years. We've never gone to the movies. Not once. We'll be sitting there watching TV, and you know, and our idea of, of TV is Food Network or football. Um, that that basically is our, our is our viewing habits. And we'll, see, you know, we'll be watching whatever on TV, and, and there'll be a movie promotion, and it's like, gee, we really should go to the movies, hey dear, and it's just sarcasm because any, we are not pop pop culture. But anyway, interesting that the uh, the Giants receivers were decided to get out of Dodge after winning. Eli Manning had a great take on this. Eli Manning talks to uh, reporters in New York on Tuesdays. And here's what Manning had to say. Great, great comment here. I think as a team, we kind of always pride ourselves on being well prepared. So when I saw some of the pictures, I was a little disappointed. Just because obviously they didn't didn't pack accordingly. They didn't have any shirts, obviously. All long pants. No shorts. No flip-flops or anything. So I'm just disappointed on their packing and not being prepared for that situation. So that's a great comment. So the New York media digs a little bit deeper here. Asks Manning if he's uh, disappointed on a, from a football perspective. Another great comment here from Manning. On my off day, I'm always in here getting prepared, I'm talking with the coaches a little bit about schemes and different things we can do. But that is kind of what a quarterback has to do. If guys want to get away for a day, I think they were a little low on their vitamin D and went to get some sunshine to get the vitamin D up to make sure they are staying healthy for the cold weather in Green Bay. Funny stuff from Eli. I, I, I tend to agree with them. I realize anything that happens in New York is probably a big deal. And if, if <laughs> I was just going to say, can you imagine if Jordy? Can you imagine what would happen media-wise if Jordy Nelson was spotted partying with Justin Bieber? But that's probably the most unthinkable thing in the world. The playoffs are here. Packers, Giants, Lambeau Field, 3.40 p.m. Sunday. You want to go, don't you? Well, here's how you do it. Get the SeatGeek app. I have it on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend, or maybe next weekend. Packers at Atlanta, Packers at Dallas. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket, because SeatGeek price compares for you, by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the deals that fit your budget. And plus, every ticket you buy in SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. And best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate first, maybe you've done this already, download the SeatGeek app. Then you go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Then you enter my promo code, which is LO Packers. L for locked, O for on packers. Then SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app enter promo code LOPACKERS today. And I'm telling you, you can get in this game for cheap. The Packers announced yesterday they had uh, 2,500 tickets available. And that just shows that the demand is not there for this game. And you can probably go to a place like SeaKeek and get a really, really good deal. And weather-wise, a high of 12 for Sunday and sunny. I misspoke earlier when I was was complaining about the weather when I was talking about that trip to Maui. It's 3 degrees as I record this podcast, not nice. All right, enough weather. How about second down? Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Not a bad quarterback matchup. This, of course, is the time of year when quarterbacks become legends and when teams with great quarterbacks advance and teams without great quarterbacks can go grab their golf clubs. So, what about Eli Manning? I mean, he is, he's going to be the most interesting case study ever. When it's time for uh, uh, to uh, discuss his Pro Football Hall of Fame credentials, first obviously he's won two Super Bowls, following the 2007 and 2011 seasons. Obviously beat the Packers both those years. To uh, rub some salt in an old wound, there in those two seasons, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions in those eight playoff games. 15 and two—that is all-time good. The Giants' other three playoff seasons, one and done both years. 2 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. First career, not really good. I mean, this is talking regular season here. First career, 59.7% and 83.7 pass rating. 320 touchdowns, 215 interceptions. This year, a career high, 63%. With uh, 4,027 yards, 26 touchdowns, but 16 interceptions. Rodgers this year, 65.7%, 4,428 yards, 40 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Let's go back to a couple things here. Eli Manning, remember, 16 interceptions this year. The last two years combined, Rodgers with 15. Career numbers, remember, again, Eli Manning touchdown interceptions for his career, 320 to 215. I mean, that, that's not even two to one. Aaron Rodgers. 297 touchdowns, 72 interceptions. That's better than four to one. In career passer rating, Rodgers 104.1 to Eli's 83.7. So, big advantage on paper to Riders and the Packers. Giants coach Ben McAdoo, who we will talk to on the conference call later today. This is from him talking to New York media on Monday. Aaron is playing out of his mind right now. He's on fire. Taking care of the ball, it is moving very well in and out of the pocket, making all the throws. I don't have any kryptonite. I spent some time in the building with him and in the room with him. You know that when he's on fire, the weather doesn't really factor for him. When it's cold and he's outside, he plays the same game and plays very well. Maybe not the same game, maybe a little bit different outside in the elements. But he has big hands and he can handle the ball and make all the throws in the elements. We need to be ready for his best. But it's a darn playoff history here, which makes you think, what are you going to get out of Eli Manning? Here's a great stat. Aaron Rodgers has won two career playoff games at Lambeau Field. So has Eli Manning. However, the Giants haven't gone to the playoffs since winning the Super Bowl in 2011. That's a a four-year drought. They got snapped. And here's what Eli had to say. Eli, um, speaking again on Tuesday, which was his 36th birthday. These last couple of years have been a great reminder of how difficult it is to make the playoffs, and you want to take advantage of every opportunity that you get to make them because you don't know if, when you get another chance. I guess early on in your career, you think you kind of know that, but until you get into your later years, and you just don't know if you'll get that opportunity again. So you want to give it your all, give it your best like you always do, but just understand that it is special to get here, and you want to try and make a run. What you can. And that takes us to third down and some tail of the tape stuff on these teams. I'm still getting into a lot more detail. We'll have a on the matchups podcast later this week and behind any lines. So by the time you, you by the time this game kicks off on Sunday, I will have you set. But here's some tail of the tape stuff, first of all. Green Bay plus eight in turnovers. The Giants minus two. Green Bay fourth in the league with twenty seven points per game. The Giants just 26th with 19.4. But then you flip the coin and get the other end of this. Green Bay allowing 24.3 points per game. That is 21st in the league. The Giants allowing 17.8. And that is 2nd in the league. Green Bay's offense ranks 8th total. 20th in rushing, 7th in passing. The Giants defense is 10th in yards loud. 3rd in rushing, 23rd in passing. Other side of the coin, Green Bay is 22nd on defense, including 8th in rushing and 31st in passing. The Giants' offense, not very good either. 25th in yards, 29th in rushing, 17th in passing. And check out these situational numbers. Green Bay is 2nd in the league on 3rd down and 10th in the red zone. The Giants on defense, 3rd on 3rd down, 1st in the red zone. So this is a clear strength versus strength Kind of game. I mean, I realize the other side of the coin is the Giants' offense isn't good, and Green Bay's defense isn't good. But I mean, the headliner here is Green Bay's red hot offense against the Giants' great defense. The Giants' defense is led by Olivier Vernon, who's got eight and a half sacks. Jason Pierre-Paul's got seven, and safety Landon Collins, who uh, a former Alabama safety like uh, Green Bay's hot Clinton-Dix. Collins leads the team with tackles and with five interceptions. So he's, you know, the, the numbers between him and Clinton Dix are pretty similar. I say Green Bay won earlier in the year, 23-16 in Week 5. The big difference for these teams, especially on offense, is in the backfield. Green Bay's top running back now is Ty Montgomery. And that game against the Giants, one carry, one yard. And that gave him two carries for zero yards. Those first four games, and now he's the leading rusher, 457 yards and a 5.9 yard average. From the Giants, their leading rusher at the time was some guy by the name of Orleans Darkwa, who I'd never heard of. And I know, I've heard of everybody. You know, we'll go back to that pop culture stuff earlier. Remember the Giants receivers who, part of with, with the, the Beebs? See, I am pop culture. I know his nickname. Actually, I have no idea if that's his nickname. But for today, it's the Biebs. Uh, anyways, i never heard of those those musicians, but I had heard of Roger Lewis. He's like their fourth receiver, but I had heard of him. So I've heard of everybody. I'd never heard of Orleans dark, dark one until that game. Anyway, he's on IR. So you don't have to worry about him anymore. But the Giants League rusher now is Paul Perkins. A rookie from UCLA who I really, really liked coming out of the draft. A big-time pass-catching threat. Kind of an undersized guy as far as, you know, he's not... One of those 225-pound guys. He's not a one of those 5'8", 210-pound bowling ball types. He's a kind of a, a thinner kind of guy as far as running backs goes, but a, an electric guy, open field guy, great pass catcher at UCLA, which hasn't shown up so much. But um, In his first seven games, Perkins had 10 carries. He's getting a bigger and bigger roll down the stretch, though, against the Redskins on Sunday. With the division title on the line, Perkins, 21 carries, 102 yards. That's their first 100-yard game all year. So 21 for 102, which is a 4.9-yard average. So that is the big difference on offenses. You know, Green Bay has gone from Eddie Lacy and James Starks to Ty Montgomery, and the Giants have finally cobbled together a running game, it appears, with the rookie, Paul Perkins. And one last item um, from the tail of the Tape stuff, common opponents. The Giants uh, split each of their division games. So they split against Dallas, split against Washington, split against Philly. Uh, Green Bay went 2-2 two and two against the NFC East. Obviously, they beat the Giants and they beat the Eagles. Lost to the Redskins, lost to the Cowboys. The Giants, of course, played the NFC North. They beat the Bears, beat the Lions, and lost to the Vikings and lost to the Packers. So they... So basically the Giants split against the NFC East and split against the NFC North um, while Green Bay went also went 2 and 2 against the East but blew through the North with it with a 5 and 1 record. And finally, fourth down, who's gonna win the NFC? If you listen to uh, Brett Favre, that will be his former team. The Packers, not the Vikings. The Vikings did not make the playoffs, as you're as you're probably well aware. Skull Vikings! Skull. So anyway, while while Dallas is the heavy favorite to win the NFC, Favre sees the Packers representing the NFC in Super Bowl 51 in Houston. Taking the emotion out of it, I believe the Packers are the team to beat, and I believe they will be in the Super Bowl, Favre said on Tuesday on his weekly serious XM NFL radio show. Not taking anything away from the Giants, not taking anything away from Atlanta and the Cowboys and so on and so forth, I just feel like within the Packers organization, Mike McCarthy might be saying, hey, we got to improve here, we got to improve there. Of course coaches are going to say that. I feel like collectively speaking, they're as close to hitting on all cylinders as possible. Not perfect, and nobody is, but they're super productive on offense. Aaron obviously is playing great. They have an opportunistic defense who is extremely well coached. And maybe they give up a few plays, but they're going to create a bunch too. I just give the advantage, not just in this game, but this side of the NFL, to the Packers. If you want to listen to all of Favre, I have the link to the full audio over on that story at Packer Report. Now The bookmakers don't agree with Favre, though they're not too far apart. According to Bovada, an online bookmaker, the Packers are 7-2 to to win the NFC. Dallas is 3-2 to in the favor. Green Bay and Atlanta are 7-2. to To win the Super Bowl... New England by far the favorite here in 19-10. Dallas is four to one, Green Bay seven to one, Pittsburgh eight to one, Atlanta and Kansas City nine to one, Seattle 14-1, the Giants 16-1, and Detroit, Houston, Miami, and Oakland, all 66-1. I mean, how about Detroit being that bad? I mean Detroit's lumped in with Houston, who's back to the quarterback they benched. In Miami and Oakland whose injured quarterbacks are injured. So that's, uh, that's how little they think of Detroit. As for Sunday's game, Green Bay a five-point favorite, even though the Giants have one more win. Um, here's Eli Manning. Manning was asked if that, serves, if that provides some extra motivation. Manning says, I think so. I think that you like to prove people wrong. That is always kind of an exciting thing to do. I try not to read too much into it or read the headlines or buy into it too much. But I think that is not. Excuse me. But I think that it is not about that. I think the most important thing is just going out there and being there for your teammates, You're wanting to step up for your teammates and for the organization, and everybody who's working their tail off every week to go win, and you want to go out and do your part to help them get that victory. And that will do it for this episode of Locked On Packers. Thank you as always for listening. Have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. list.